frequencies. I'm sitting here with my husband, Paul. Whenever people meet us, they always ask two things usually. A, why are you here? And B, how did we meet? Yeah, one question is always for me. Mm-hmm. And then the second question is always for both of us. Yes. So, I want to tell our story. Go ahead. It's your turn. No, it's your turn. Is it my turn? <laughs> it's always, it always comes down to whoever's turn it is. I think it's your turn. So, someone approaches us and they say, you know, why are you here, Paul? And you say... Oh, it depends who it is. I I say it in... There's usually three different ways I tell it. If I'm talking to a girl, I'll give her the whole spiel. The whole spiel. But they, only you girls. Yeah, because they don't want to hear all that. They if I tell it to a guy... Girls love you. A guy doesn't want to hear all the sappy crap. If someone I work with asks me how I met, I always say... It's, no, why are you here? Why am Why I'm in... The why States. are you here? Why are you here? Oh, are you here on school? Are you here for work? Yeah, why are you here? I'm here because I met a girl. You know, that's usually how it is. I met a girl, she's from the country. The country. Really? That's how you, you describe well, me? Yeah, you are from the country. <laughs> You're a country girl. That's what I always tell. You know, I usually start off that way. Yeah. So what's your 30-second spiel, then? Do it, and go. I'll time you. Really? Yeah, go. Yeah, time <laughs> me. You're losing time. 30 second spiel is uh, I went to a wedding in in the US in 2000 I met a girl we stayed in touch we travelled back and forth um, from England to the United States we got engaged and then I moved here and we got married and we have three children and we've been married for 15 years almost <laughs> All right, so let's back up, shall we? All right, so that was this. That was the thirty-second spiel. So we met at a bar. Most people say, "Oh, you'll never meet your spouse at a bar." Mm-hmm. That's true. But we met at a bar. We met in Kent at Panini's, and I was out with my boyfriend <laughs> at you, the time. Yeah, but you weren't going to come out, so. I wasn't going to come out that night. And I didn't have a choice but to come out because I was being driven around by strange people. Because <laughs> I just arrived. Yeah. I wasn't going to go out. And I did. And you walked in there and we both had a Guinness. And it was pretty much, that was it after that. And um, we talked the whole night. And the first obstacle, I will say for us that we had to overcome was definitely the language barrier. Oh, yeah. Still overcoming it. Yeah. Um, then... We were together for, what, four days? That's it? Just four days. The wedding? Not the whole time, though. Just here and there. A couple hours here and there. Like I said, I, was, I had no control over what I was doing while I was here. I didn't know where I was. Couldn't walk anywhere. Just relying on people to drive us around. I was always in a group. Okay, so after we met, then you you went home. 
Mm-hmm. You went home to Manchester, yeah. England, where you're from. And um, we kept in touch for eight months. Yeah, until... Until that May, May of 2001. Until May when you came over. And I piggybacked on my cousin's trip to Ireland and came and saw you for three weeks. Um, and then, you know, we, we traveled. We went everywhere. We went to all around England, and I stayed with your mom, and we went to Liverpool. Thank you very much for taking me to the cavern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we went to Amsterdam, and we yeah. were there for, I don't even know how many a days. Week or um, a week. I got my first tattoo there. Um, and then we went to Ireland, yep. and I wrecked our car about five times. Never did get charged for that. <laughs> Uh, so we had fun. And you went home. I, then I went home. Um, then I came here in September. But when September. we were in Ireland, we decided we were going to get married when you were in Ireland. And yeah, then you came here in September during like a week after September 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was very difficult because, you know, you were going to surprise me and I didn't, you know, you weren't telling me when you were going to come over, and um, that happened. And cell phone service wasn't working. Um, no phone service was working, and I, there was no getting a hold of you. Um, and until I was able to find out where the planes were coming from, it was only then I was able to take a sigh of relief and um, know that you were coming the week later. So that was tense. Um and then you came, and then I went over to see you at Christmas. Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And we got engaged in the Lake there. District, Ambleside. And you spent New Year's, New Year's Eve there, and then you went home New Year's Day, and I came back at Easter, two thousand two. Mm-hmm. And we did our invitations. Well, what did invitations? So then in May. May, I want to say like May 9th. The whole time I was waiting for my visa. Yeah, you had been traveling back and forth to London um, to try and, you know, do get all the paperwork because we had started the paperwork when I was there um, at Christmas. I remember riding back from Ambleside and on the train. And do you remember that? Filling out our paperwork? Yeah. In that tiny, tiny little train station that had like two people in it. Yep. Did a lot of train rides. Those years. A lot of traveling back and forth by train. So, hmm. Okay. So let's. So then in May of 2002, then you got your visa at the beginning of May. And then, like within two weeks, you moved here. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you got your visa, we I had, had to, be, to move here. You had to move here. So within, we had to be married within 90 days of you getting your visa. Um, so that essentially left me with zero time to plan a wedding. Um, I had invitations done and we planned the wedding in my mom's backyard. And, um, I had my dress made by a seamstress in Akron and, um, you know, I I had quickly got the flowers arranged with the florist and we had Nini's Bakery in Akron do our cake. 
Um, and it came together very, very quickly. Uh, and, you know, everybody at the ceremony, we picked up their chairs and they took them to the reception about 20 feet away. <laughs> Everything was rushed. It was all rushed. We didn't have a choice. You know, it's you didn't have a choice. You got your visa and, you know, 90 days later you had to be married or else, or else I don't know what. I don't know. I don't then, know what the hell would happen. Yeah, and then I was, I was applying for a green card. We had to be interviewed. And work permits. And when you moved here, you didn't have your driver's license. You didn't come here with a driver's license. You know, you lived here. You couldn't even get a driver's license until you had your green card. And you didn't get your green card until after we had our first child. So you were having to walk to bus stops just to get to work and travel God only knows where. It took two years to get my green card. I mean, that's not how it's supposed to happen, you know? Like, you don't start off at ground zero like we did. We started off at ground zero and literally had to, like, I don't know. What do you call that? I mean, I know everybody, everybody starts off, you know. That's to survive, make it work on minimal. But I just feel like we started off in the negative. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like Absolutely. full on in the negative. Like you didn't, you came here. You, with, you, I had no job and you delivered pizzas. I spent most evenings on my own. Because you were at work. And, I, spent and most, I was still in school. I spent most days on my own. Because I didn't have a job. It's like leaving your country and being on your own. When you arrive, none of your friends. No one understands you. And I got to the point where I didn't talk during the day to anybody. Just didn't want to talk. To felt, who? Felt strange. Especially to Pat. Because Pat's from, Pat's from the country. And I was the alien to them. No one, they never heard anyone like me before. So I just, it got to the point where I just didn't want to talk to anyone. Because I couldn't be understood. So it was, it was easier to not talk than it was to try and communicate. Now it doesn't bother me anymore. Well, what do you think? So when you moved here then, you know, we finally, you know... People still make fun of the way I talk, but I just laugh about it. Do you think that... I used to get really angry about it, but now I just... I laugh. It's even funny. Just make a joke. (laughs) What kind of jokes do you guys do? I make jokes all the time. Every day. People make fun of everything I say. But it's funny. I have a whole room of people laughing. A whole room? Oh, yeah. A whole room of people laughing because of our talk. <laughs> I just go with it. So I guess for us, like, it was a huge obstacle, A, just to get you here. Um, but it was an obstacle just to, like, wrap our heads around that what we wanted to do was actually possible. Like, I feel like everyone doubted us. And I felt, I felt like, um, you know, nobody does what you're trying to do. 
You know, it just ended up being this thing where it was impossible to everyone else, but it was a necessity to you and I. Do you know what I mean by that? Well, it it might seem impossible to everyone else because they weren't experiencing that. So just the thought of it seemed impossible. But we didn't have a choice. I didn't feel like I had a choice. I really didn't. It was very... Um, it was something we planned to do. And no matter what we had to deal with, we had to deal with it. it yeah, it was option. more just like, okay, well, what's the next step? There wasn't an option. Because if we didn't deal with it the way we had to, we couldn't have progressed. We had to, mm-hmm. you know. Lots of government paperwork. It was. It was very... You know, having to follow their process and pay thousands of dollars in fees. <laughs> That's all over now. You know? Though. Yes, it is. It's weird, too, you know? You just became a citizen. Three years this year. Two and a half years ago. Yeah, three almost to be three years in August. And it feels like you've always been here. Well, I've been here 15 years. I know, it's weird. And I was only in England for 25. So, eventually, I would have been here longer than I would have been in England. It's only 10 years away. And I'll be 50. <laughs>